What's going on, podcast family? Welcome back to the Gefeller Show. I am your host, Kevin Gefeller. It is currently Thursday, August 22nd, as this is being recorded, which means one thing. Actually, two things, because two weeks away is the kickoff of the NFL season. Packers-Bears is the first game, September 5th, kicking off at 820 in Chicago. But for this podcast, since it's just two weeks away, I'm going to be going over one player from each individual team that you should keep an eye on for this NFL season. Some guys are going to be, of course, duh, this is the guy that I'm going to watch, like the quarterback of the team. Other guys you may not have heard of, but definitely play a big impact on each of their teams. So starting off, I'm starting off easy, a guy you're going to be like, duh, of course we want to watch him. He's our quarterback. It's Arizona. Kyler Murray, quarterback, the first overall pick in the 2019 NFL Draft. He won the Heisman last season with Oklahoma. Now he's reconnecting with his former head coach, Cliff Kingsbury, from uh, Texas Tech in 2015. And as a true freshman in 2015, he competed with Kyle Allen before the season, before starting uh, the before the starting quarterback position. Allen ended up winning the job. Murray appeared in games as a backup and sometimes involved in Wildcat formations under Kingsbury, but now he's the starting quarterback. We can't wait to see what Kyler Murray does. Again, starting off easy, I can't wait to see the Cardinals this year. Next, Atlanta. We're just going to be going in alphabetical order through each team, so starting off with Arizona, finishing with Washington, just to give you, I guess, a time, like in the podcast, if you want to watch, ooh, Philadelphia. Uh, Again, go more towards the middle later of the podcast. But Atlanta, what guy am I watching in Atlanta? It's linebacker Deion Jones. He signed a four-year, $57 million contract in July, and he's a phenomenal athlete. But he only played six games last year due to an injury. Previous year, 2017, he had 138 total tacker, tackles excuse me, for fourth best in the league, and he looks to pick up where he left off in 2017. Deion Jones is an elite linebacker when he's healthy. Atlanta definitely is going to improve on defense this year as long as he can stay healthy. Baltimore, again, keeping it easy, rookie running, rookie quarterback. Rookie quarterback last season, Lamar Jackson is once again the focus going into his second year with Joe Flacco being shipped to Denver. The Ravens are hoping that Lamar Jackson is their franchise quarterback. After starting in Week 10 last season, he went 6-1 as a regular season quarterback, but his highest passing total was just 204 yards last season. Now teams know what they're getting with Lamar Jackson, knowing obviously he is a dual-threat quarterback, but he's going to be running a lot, and even a report just came out the other day saying he's hoping to not run as much this upcoming season. He needs to prove that he can throw the ball. Again, throwing for just 204 yards as your highest career, your career total, or your career, uh, your highest career game is, is not enough. You need to have more than 204 yards. Everything under net. Every other game, every the, the other seven games was under 200 yards. So Lamar Jackson needs to prove that he can pass the ball again like he did in Louisville. Buffalo Bills, the one guy I want to keep an eye on, LaShawn McCoy. He is now 31 years old, and this very well may be his last season in the NFL. His usage decreased significantly last year, running for only 514 yards and rushing for three touchdowns. And he's going to be a free agent heading into the 2020-2021 season. And the market for older running backs is really not there in the NFL. There are very few running backs uh, that survive past 30 years old, 30 years of age. 
The Bills do have a solid uh, veteran running back tandem, though, even though I'm contradicting myself right here, with LaShawn McCoy and Frank Gore. But they have T.J. Yeldon, and they also drafted a rookie running back at a Florida Atlantic, Devin Singletary, for a reason. They're looking for Singletary ultimately to become the Bills' featured back. I can see McCoy being cut or even traded at some point during this season if he's not producing, and the Bills want to move on. Carolina Panthers. Obviously, Cam Newton's going to be a guy you want to watch, but I want to watch wide receiver DJ Moore. Second-year wideout out of Maryland, he is now Carolina's top wide receiver option, and last season he had 55 receptions for just under 800 yards and only two touchdowns. I can see DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey leading Carolina in receptions at the end of the year. Maybe Carolina can end up bouncing back after Cam had that MVP season just a few seasons ago. A team that definitely had a very solid 2018 NFL season was the Chicago Bears. And in particular, cornerback Kyler Fuller had an excellent uh, last season. He had a three, he was tied for three uh, different people for most interceptions last season. He had seven total interceptions, and this Bears defense is still elite, and this team should be the NFC North Conference title contenders, along with the Packers and the Vikings. I don't think the Lions are relevant in the NFC North. But if the Bears and Fuller can recreate what they did last year, they are, they are in a very good spot for this upcoming NFL season. Cincinnati, there's one guy. He ran a 4-2-2, 40-yard dash. His name is John Ross. Breaking the, combat, the combine record is great, but Ross has not done much on a football field, which is a huge concern. He's been injury-prone for his few seasons in the NFL, and he's hoping he can actually play most of the NFL season. He's coming into week one with a hamstring injury, no surprise, and he only has 21 receptions for 210 yards, but seven touchdowns in his two NFL seasons. This is a huge year for John Ross. A.J. Green is coming in, banged up. Tyler Boyd ended up having a fantastic last season with John Ross and Green banged up. Ross needs to prove that he has a place he has earned a place in the NFL and actually can do more than just running a fast 40-yard dash. Now, the one team that I'm going to bend the rules a little bit for are the Cleveland Browns. What player am I looking for this year? Jason Kelsey style. It's the whole team. This whole team is going to be... The whole team, all the players are going to want to watch this season. Every single player is intriguing. From the big names like Baker Mayfield... Odell Beckham Jr., and Jarvis Landry, even the linebacker Joe Schobert, who led the league in tackles in 2017, this team has, as Mayfield would say, is dangerous. I cannot wait to watch the Cleveland Browns this upcoming year. Dallas. The Cowboys, there's one guy that ended up not playing last season that I want to see have a huge comeback year, and that's center Travis Frederick. After being diagnosed last year with Guillain-Barre syndrome, a rare autoimmune disease, he ended up getting treated and now he's back. First and foremost, it's great news for Travis that he's, uh, he caught this syndrome very early, not catching it early, can end up leading to trouble, trouble breathing, walking, and even paralysis. So this is no laughing matter. I'm very happy that he is uh, recovering well and he can play football again. And when he's healthy, he's one of the best centers in football and he's a keystone in this Dallas run game. With Ezekiel Elliott hopefully coming to a contract, again, it's only August 22nd, he's hopefully going to tie up uh, these loose ends with the contract with Jerry Jones and the Cowboys. 
but running behind Travis Frederick again is going to be a very nice uh, addition again for Ezekiel Elliott. They're hoping he can be full strength for week one. Denver Broncos. I'm looking at nose tackle Shelby Harris. I watched him the other night, and he had two very nice tackles against the 49ers in their preseason game. And the focus is obviously going to be for Denver on their other edge rushers like Von Miller and Bradley Chubb. But with all the focus on them, Harris has a chance to thrive in the Broncos defense, which has been notorious for being elite for the past few years. The Detroit Lions, I'm looking at their tight end that they drafted, TJ Hawkinson. He's not even the starting tight end for the Lions right now. Jesse James is. But he will be the starter in a matter of time. The Lions have struggled to produce a productive tight end for years now that can block and catch. Cough, cough, Eric Ebron, even though he ended up producing last season for the Colts, he really didn't do much for the Lions. And there's a reason why the Detroit Lions drafted him eighth overall. They're hoping he can be the answer that they've needed. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, I can't wait to see how he performs this year, his rookie year. The Green Bay Packers. Ah, Green Bay. Their defense is always the struggle. Mainly their pass rush and their secondary. And I'm looking at linebacker Zadarius Smith, who they signed from the Ravens. Clay Matthews, he was not pro- uh, producing for them anymore. They shipped him to L.A. And the Packers, again, have, lo- have lacked a pass rush for years now. So they're hoping that Zadarius Smith can step in. He had eight and a half sacks last season for the Ravens. And the Pack are hoping that he can replicate that, su- that success Excuse me, this season. Houston. I'm looking at a guy, I'm talking a lot about a lot of injury-prone players, but wide receiver Will Fuller, when he's healthy, which hasn't been the case for pretty much his entire NFL career, Fuller is electric, though, when he's healthy. He tore his ACL last year, playing only seven games. His rookie year, he played the most games with 14. If he can last a full 16 games, plus playoffs, which is likely with the Houston Texans, Watch out. I mean, he is a deep threat opposite of all-pro wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins, making this wide receiver tandem one of the most dangerous in all of football. Again, this is all if he is healthy. So Will Fuller hopes, I'm really hoping he's going to stay healthy this year because the Texans are exciting to watch when he is healthy and the rest of the team is healthy. Indianapolis Colts, I'm looking at now second-year linebacker Darius Leonard. The Colts hit a home run with this kid out of South Carolina State. He led the league in tackles last season with 163 total tackles, and to go along with that, he got seven sacks. Watching him develop, hopefully into a superstar, will be fun this season. Darius Leonard, watch him if you're watching any Colts games. The Jacksonville Jaguars, they got Nick Foles, but I'm looking at running back Leonard Fournette. After a sensational rookie campaign, The sophomore slump hit hard for Fournette. Injuries piled up, resulting in only eight games played last season and only uh, 439 rushing yards. The Jags use significant draft capital on this bulking back out of LSU, and they're hoping that they're going to be able to use him and continue to use him like they did his rookie year for this upcoming season. I know Nick Foles is now under center, but Fournette needs to perform for this team because they have been a run-heavy offense for years now and they likely will continue to be looking at Leonard Fournette to have a third season uh, bounce back year Kansas City I'm looking at D lineman Chris Jones kind of an under under the radar name you don't really hear Chris Jones he's not a household name but he kind of should be 
He had the third most sacks in the NFL last season behind only two players. Can you take a guess who that is? Aaron Donald, J.J. Watt. That is elite company for Chris Jones. He's going to be a free agent in 2020, and he has been trying to come to a deal, uh, a deal contract with the Chiefs, but negotiations, negotiations have stalled. Uh, since he will play this season, the Chiefs need to make him a top priority heading into next season. And even this, this season, t- uh, locking him up. Los Angeles Rams, I'm looking at their star running back, Todd Gurley. The Rams' star running back was a no-show in the Super Bowl last year. News came out, apparently, that he has arthritis in his knee, and his workload will be dialed back this season. What that means is unclear, and we will have to wait and see how McVay uses Gurley. If he is healthy, he is one of the best running backs in football. We certainly hope he's going to be healthy because he is electric to watch, last season having 17 total rushing touchdowns. It was incredible. I'm hoping Todd Gurley is healthy for this season. Los Angeles Chargers, I'm looking at tight end Hunter Henry. Another ACL tear, guy coming back. I'm hoping that Henry is going to be full strength, and he should play a big part in this Los Angeles Charger offense. And I could see him putting up big numbers if he can stay healthy for a full 16 games. Miami Dolphins, the rebuilding Miami Dolphins. Cornerback Xavier, I can't speak now. (laughs) Xavier Howard, Dolphins signed Howard to a five-year, $76.5 million contract this May, making it the largest contract extension amongst corners in NFL history. He was tied for the most interceptions last season with seven, and he is going to be a mainstay in this defense as Miami rebuilds. The Minnesota Vikings. You're not going to guess who I'm picking here. Kicker Dan Bailey. Are we talking kickers right now? Yes, I'm talking kickers. This one is for the brand with Pat McAfee. Bailey was one, he was, one of the most accurate kickers in the NFL with his, uh, with his stay in Dallas. But last season with the Vikings, he connected on just 21 of 28 field goal attempts and only 5 of 11 from 40 yards or more. After the Blair Walsh incident just a few years ago, the Vikings are looking for a guy that they can rely on in the clutch. They're hoping that it's going to be their kicker this season, Dan Bailey. The New England Patriots, I'm looking at the tight end replacing Rob Gronkowski, Ben Watson. Again, replacing a future Hall of Famer in Rob Gronkowski is no easy task. And I'm not saying that the 38-year-old Watson is going to do that. However, I am curious to see uh, how Tom Brady, how often Tom Brady looks his way after serving his four-game suspension for violating the NFL PED policy. Again, Watson, he is a veteran in the league. He played for New England for the first few years of his career before going to the Saints and the Ravens. I'm looking for Watson. I'm curious to see how often Tom Brady looks his way this season. The New Orleans Saints, I'm looking at their cornerback, Marshawn Lattimore. Four forced fumbles last season for the most amongst corners. To go along with that, he also had a pair of interceptions. The Saints have their lockdown corner in Lattimore. Drew Brees and this offense you know is going to be sensational as always, but this defense needs to step up, and Lattimore leads the charge uh, in the Big Easy. The New York Giants quarterback, Daniel Jones, while he is sitting behind Eli Manning to start the year, He is going to end up starting at some point this season. The Giants are simply too bad to make him sit all season long. After drafting him sixth sixth overall in this year's draft, 
and shocking everyone. I want to see if Daniel Jones can shock everyone, shock everyone back, and prove why the Giants have so much faith in him. He has had a great preseason, and hopefully he can carry that out into the regular season when his time comes. The New York Jets, again, an obvious pick here, but Le'Veon Bell, their running back, the Jets paid a pretty penny, say that three times fast, uh, to get their elite running back in Bell from the Steelers. Will it be worth it? Time will tell, but Bell should provide a spark to this team that has needed one in the Jets. The real question is, can he replicate his success like in Pittsburgh and still put up solid numbers? We're coming to a close. We're coming to the, to the end real quick. The Oakland Raiders, the Hard Knocks uh, star, I should say, with John Gruden, Mike Mayock, they signed Cleland Farrell, their defensive lineman, and they're hoping that the Raiders can get, he's hoping that the Raiders, Cleland Farrell and the Raiders can get to the quarterback more this season. That's where they drafted Cleland Farrell from Clemson. Oakland had a league-worst 13 sacks a season ago after trading away Khalil Mack, and John Gruden and Mayock, again, are drafting, drafted him to make sure that the 13 sacks does not happen again. The Philadelphia Eagles. Carson Wentz is obviously the big news for this team, but I'm looking at left tackle Jason Peters. Carson Wentz is going to need protection inside the pocket. He needs to stay healthy for the Eagles to be what some say are Super Bowl contenders, and his offensive line will need to stay healthy as well. 37-year-old Jason Peters has been an elite tackle for years now, and they signed him to a one-year contract worth up to $10 million, and Peters needs to prove that he still has it this season and can protect their star quarterback. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Antonio Brown leaving. Le'Veon Bell leaving. Juju Smith-Schuster is still is going to be the star of this offense, but I'm also looking at their other wide receiver, Dante Moncrief. Bye-bye, Antonio Brown. Hello, Dante Moncrief. He's taking on the wide receiver two role, again, behind Juju Smith-Schuster, and it's a huge responsibility, but also an opportunity for Dante Moncrief. I can't wait to see how the Pittsburgh passing game is affected by Brown's departure. Again, Moncrief has a great opportunity with a lot of targets, targets to be had with Brown now gone. The San Francisco 49ers, they drafted him number two overall. It's defensive lineman Nick Bosa from Ohio State. The 49ers are hoping that their pass rush is going to get a huge boost this season with drafting Bosa. Bosa has an ankle sprain, and he is questionable for week one, but I think he's going to end up suiting, out, suiting up for week one. I think he's going to be a catalyst for this 49ers team. Seattle Seahawks, I'm looking at guard Mike Iupati. He signed with the team from the Cardinals back in March for $2.75 million. And if you watched any of Seahawks football last season, one thing is clear. Their offensive line needs some work. Iupati is a veteran guard with injury problems, but Seattle is hoping he can provide more protection for Russell Wilson. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I'm again looking at a rookie, Devin White. They drafted him fifth overall to replace Quan Alexander. And White is going to be an every-down starter this year after earning the 2018 Buckus Trophy for best linebacker in college football. Tampa Bay's defense has not been elite in a long, long time, and they're certainly hoping that Devin White can push them in the right direction. Tennessee Titans, I'm looking at quarterback Marcus Mariota. Next year, Mariota will be a free agent after drafting him second overall in 2015. We all know that he is not the quarterback 
that the Titans hoped he would be. He has been a subpar quarterback for his entire four years in the NFL. Last season, he had only 2,528 passing yards for 11 touchdowns and 8 interceptions. And after acquiring Ryan Tannehill from the Dolphins, I'm curious to see if Marcus Mariota slips up during the year and they end up going on a losing streak, will Ryan Tannehill step in for him? I'm curious to see how Tennessee Titans play out this season. Again, Derrick Henry is going to be a big focus of this offense, so I know they will be run heavy. Last but certainly not least are the Washington Redskins. Who am I talking about for the Redskins? I'm talking about all day, every day, every year. Adrian Peterson is not human. We thought he was done after 2016 and 2017 with his injuries, but last year Adrian Peterson proves he still has something left in the tank at 34 years of age. This team is going to be run heavy. Last year, Peterson had over 1,000 yards and 7 touchdowns, and we know Darius Geis is coming back from injury, and Chris Thompson, Chris Thompson will complete, uh, compete for touches, but can Peterson really go for over 1,000 yards once again? Time will tell. So that was very quick, very rapid. 32 players I'm looking at from each of the 32 teams. Tell me what you guys think. Which player are you looking at for this upcoming season? Leave me a comment on my Instagram or Twitter page again, at Sports. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, I am your host, Kevin Gefeller, and I will see you guys in the next episode.